Currently 57 degrees in Appomattox, 56 in Danville, 57 in Salem and Roanoke, 58 in Bedford, 56 in Lynchburg. Well, we are very excited, as we always are, to have our next guest in. Vince Ellison is joining us this morning. He has a new book. It's coming out today. How honored we are that you're joining us this morning. Janet, it is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I love the people here in Lynchburg and Amherst and Bedford Forest. You're my neighbors, and I love you all. Yes, we uh, and we love you right back. So this new book um, is, is one that you've written. Of course, you've written The Iron Triangle. Um, and to give me the title of your second one, it's longer. It, it was 25 Lies. Oh, 25 Lies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it had, it had more to yeah, it. Yeah. The, the yeah. 25 of the Democrats, the most damnable, destructive, and seductive lies and how to, and how to refute them. Right. Yes. Okay. There it was. That was the part I yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew I couldn't get. Then, and then I did the, uh, my, 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 my documentary, uh, Will, Will You Go to Hell for Me? Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Good it's, stuff. It's got, it's got a, it kicked up a lot of dust. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Made you very popular, I'm sure. <laughs> so let's tell, for, for people who don't know you, I mean, I think our, our listening audience uh, knows you fairly well, knows your background. But for those who do not, tell us a little bit about who you are, your family, where you came from, all that. Well, um, my name is Vince Everett Ellison. I was born on a cotton plantation in Haywood County, Tennessee. If anybody wants to know uh, about me and want to buy any of my books or my, my films or read my blogs, you can go to VinceEllison.com. That's three E's in the middle, VinceEllison.com. And um, my father was a sharecropper mm. uh, when I was born, and he, he aspired. He decided that he wanted to not be a sharecropper any longer, not wanted to be poor, so he got involved in the insurance industry. He bought us out of poverty and... Uh, he was so thankful that uh, to God that we started a gospel singing group called the Ellison Family, where I played guitar and sang in churches all around the South. I went to college at University of Memphis, and after that, I started I started working in a prison in South Carolina. I was a correctional officer, and uh, that's where I started seeing that uh, black people are not overcome. Um, I started seeing a lot of black men being locked up in the 90s. It was a Clinton-Biden crime bill. Mm-hmm. It was locking up millions of black men and white men, poor whites and blacks all over the South, all over the country, really. And so I started asking the black intelligentsia, you know, why are these young black men still being locked up? It's 30 years after the civil rights movement. What's going on here? We're yeah. getting more black men locked up now than ever before. And of course, they gave me that old refrain, you know, evil, rich, white, conservative Republicans, they hate <laughs> black people and they want to lock uh-huh. them all up. So Didn't I Joe was, Biden vote for that? Oh, yes, he did. It was his yeah, bill. Yeah, that's he, what I thought. He sponsored it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, me being naive at that time, I said, really? So I resigned my post, started a nonprofit, went down to the black community and in all these ghettos to, to uh, try to help these black men from going to prison. And I saw something pretty interesting. I saw no evil, rich, white Republicans anywhere. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you see a unicorn or a leprechaun before you saw one down there. Right. But what I did see... Were, was a lot of black Democrats making a lot of money off of the progress, off the off the chaos, and it was these three entities that I saw that were very involved in making money off of it, uh, and I called them the Iron Triangle. Yeah. My first book: uh, most black preachers, yeah. most black politicians, and most black civil rights workers. Now, notice he's saying most, not yeah, all, most, not all, and they were making a lot of money. And I found out they were conduits between rich white liberals and the Democrat Party and the black community. And because job, without them, right. they could not be successful. Right, because when you see 
Tim Kaine and and, and and Mark Warner get 90% of the black vote. They ain't going down in the ghetto. No. No, they're sending their conduits down there. They're sending most black preachers, most black politicians, and all the civil rights workers down there. And they're telling the black people to vote for these guys. So, you know, and I saw that, that they were getting a lot of money off of it, and I saw they were doing it. They had souls to the polls, street money, mm-hmm. ballot harvesting. They'd intimidate you, lie to you, give you a, a bottle of liquor and a pork chop sandwich. They would do whatever it took. To get that. And they were masters at the game. And so the Democratic Party has corrupted the black church. They've corrupted all black politicians, most of them. And and all of these civil rights organizations, when you get to talking about Black Lives Matter, NAACP, SELC, all these little street organizations, they run them all. And they get 90% of the black vote and they can't win without it. So black people are poor. They're destitute. Um, They they are, 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 are... are uneducated and they're going to keep them there because that's how they get the vote. So when you look at Baltimore spending $21,000 per child, Mm -hmm. not one school Mm -hmm. up there is proficient Mm -hmm. in math, science, or reading, but they keep it going. They fight against school choice. They want to run God out of the schools. They're part of the castrate little boys and call them little girls, give double mastectomies to little girls and call them little boys, believe in nine month abortion. Mm -hmm. They allow fentanyl and sex trafficking to come across that border. They want to run God out of the schools. They want to drain drag queens in, have them shaking their behinds in your children's faces. Mm-hmm. They want to bring the Bible out and put porn in the schools. Yeah. And we have and Christians have. out there voting for this party, believing that they're not going to be held responsible for their vote. Yeah. And this is why I vote Crime, Inc. They are a crime family. They use the tactics of the mafia and gangsters to keep their power. And I show how the mafia and the gangsters keep their power. And I show how the Democrats use the same tactics, how they are hand in glove in oppressing and keeping the American people under their feet. And we have to run these jokers out in 2024 or we're going to lose our country. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and here's the thing. Now, after decades of this, not only have they have they done that to the black community, Mm -hmm. but they've done down our education system to a point. I mean, now you can miss, you know, you don't have to turn your work in. The the least you can get is what, a 50 or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we've changed the grading system. We're we're bringing everybody down instead of lifting people up. This whole equity, don't even get Mm -hmm. me started on equity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, their idea of equity is bringing other people down, not lifting up. And it's so messed up. And I don't understand how people can't see that. Well, it's gradual. It's like yeah. that frog in the, in the, the hot slow yeah, page. Yeah. And we had the best educational system in, in the world in the 1960s. Yeah. But then the Supreme Court kicked God out of schools. And by 1982, Ronald Reagan had this report called A Nation in Crisis. Um, and in the report, it said that if a foreign nation had forced upon us the educational system that we have right now, we would have declared it an act of war. Mm-hmm. Well, a foreign nation did. It was the Marxists and the Democrat Party. Right. They took over the teachers' unions, mm-hmm. and the teachers' unions took over the educational system. And so the Democratic Party started giving money to the teachers so that the teachers would give it to the unions and then the unions would give it to the Democratic Party. Now, who else controls the unions? The right. gangsters and the mafia. Mm-hmm. They're hand in glove. Right. Yeah. They also groom children. I have a chapter on that, how they groom children. Early on, they get them on the streets, the Crips, the Bloods, right. the mafia, the triads. You know, and they and all I, came from a foreign influence. The same thing. They came from overseas. Same way that the Marxists did out of USSR. The, 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 the mafia came out of uh, uh, Italy. The, the, the triads came from China. The uh, MS-13 came came from right. South America. Right. So all of these things have this in common. Uh, they have a false piety where they act like they believe in God. But mm-hmm. they don't. You know, these uh, 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 
uh, Jesus Christ said a tree is known by the fruit it bears. Right. It came from the question, how will you know a false prophet? Yeah. He said, you know them by their fruit. Not from what they say, not from what they do, but what they produce. Look what Jerry Falwell pr- produces. Look at his fruit. Mm-hmm. You have this great University of Liberty. You have Thomas Road. Right. But then you look at the black community. Five times more men in prison. Family breakdown. Schools are terrible. And you say, where did it come from? If the fruit is rotten, the tree has to be rotten. And the tree was the civil rights movement and all these jack-legged, no-good, lying black preachers and civil rights organizations. I talk about it in Crime Meet and tell us how we got to take them down. So when you, somebody texted in, say it louder for the people in the back. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're very much uh, hearing what you're saying this morning. Um, so what do you say when people come and they say that these young men are in prison and that it's disproportionate because they're targeting people of color? I tell them it's a lie. Uh, we all and got, you and you were you were in that system. Sure, we all got lies. We all got eyes. Mm. They have a dysfunctional society. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris just had some little foray soiree where they were celebrating hip hop. Mm-hmm. Now, hip-hop oh, you mean LGQ Kukuk? Yeah, yeah, Clay 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 But hip hop uses the N word, the W word, the H word. They call black people the worst things you ever heard in your life is racism and misogyny. It's 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 hatred of America. It's sex, violence, materialism. He celebrates it. Right. There was a time when I was growing up, and y'all might remember, that when this mess came out, the church and the NAACP would run them out of America. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah. now they embrace it. Now, how can you tell a black child or a young white child that they're not that when mm-hmm. the president of the United States of America is lifting these people up, mm-hmm. right, holding them up as paradigms of virtue in America? Cardi B with her nasty mouth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg, smoking mm-hmm. blunts. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rick Ross. Calling women out their name and, and talking about, you know, I, I don't want to say the words on, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even buy their music mm-hmm. and listen to it, but I have to cover your ears. Right. But they celebrate it because that's who they are. They are a party. How did we get to a place where, you know, it's not enough anymore for you to say, go live your life as you want to live it? You know, I, I don't care if you're homosexual, I don't care. If, you know, if if you want to wear a a dress or whatever, but we're at a place in this country where it's not enough that you acknowledge me. Now you have to praise me. That's how we got there, Janet. We started saying it's okay if you do that. That's tolerance. Mm -hmm. My next book coming out, I already got almost finished, called The End of Tolerance. Jesus never tolerated sin. Whenever he saw it, he called it out and said, that's not right. Instead, we've been told to be silent and silent is consent. And now the barbarians are at the gate beating it down. Mm. We have to stop being tolerant. We have to start calling it what it is. These people have lost their minds. Yeah. It's this great movie I saw called The Stanford Prison Experiment, where they had the, they turned some of the students yes. into, and, okay? All right, and, and, hang on. We're going to come back and talk about that. All right. We'll, we'll talk specifically about that, because that's fascinating. We need to give it more yes. time. We do have to go to break. We'll be back with more Vince ellison crime inc is his new book it's out today you can go to amazon and get it ordered i highly recommend it we'll be back the definition of the word jam to pack something tightly a machine seizing or becoming stuck a sweet preserve made from fruit a common sense radio talk show the Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Oh, 
Welcome back to our uh, Tuesday edition of the Morning Jam. Vince Ellison in studio with us. He has a new book. It's called Crime, Inc. You can uh, go to Amazon and pick it up today. I highly recommend it. Today's first day that you can get it, unless, of course, you pre-ordered it, uh, as I'm sure many folks have done, because he has a lot to say and a lot of educating to do. And uh, Professor <laughs> Vince is with us this morning. Yeah. Uh, you're getting a lot of supportive texts this morning, as well, I'm dude, not surprised I love surprised the people out there. They're just the best people in the world. Well, we were talking before we went into break about, you know, how we got here and and the, the penal system mm-hmm. and uh, how the left is always saying uh, the reason that our prisons are full is because they've targeted uh, black and brown people. And that's why it's full. Uh, uh, and they're doing that. They're saying that on one hand, and the, uh, on the other hand, they're doing cashless bail, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, getting these uh, these folks in who don't prosecute. Mm-hmm. And you know, how did we get to that place? You were talking about uh, a documentary you saw. I'll let you finish that yeah, thought. Yeah, it's a great movie called um, called uh, Stafford. Uh, 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 yeah, Stanford Prison Experiment. Yeah. And what what they did, uh, they made uh, some of the students correctional officers, and they made some of them. Uh, 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 inmates and they watched them and gave the officers absolute power. It got crazy in there mm-hmm. and they stopped it. Uh, and during the post postmortem, when the students were talking to each other, they asked this one sadistic officer, said, Man, what happened to you? Why did you get so crazy in there? He said, I was doing my own experiment. And the guy said, What type of experiment were you doing, man? What were you doing? He said, I was seeing how far I could go before somebody stopped me and nobody did. Mm. Because he Hitler. had power. Yeah, it's Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin all over again. Crazy people going to the top and nobody stopping them right. and saying, well, let them go. Let's be tolerant of them. And that's what they depend on. They depend on our tolerance. They depend on us allowing drag queens to come in our schools to shake their behinds and our children's faces and we're not saying anything. They depend on us allowing porn to come in our schools. They depend on us allowing a situation where if you're kneeling at a sporting event, if you're kneeling to protest your country, They'll mm-hmm. applaud you. Right. But if you're kneeling to pray to God, they'll put you in jail. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the sick system that we've allowed. Yeah. And let me just say this about that. Uh, and I've said this before on the air. I think this lays squarely at the feet of churches. Yes. Not just black churches, white churches, mm-hmm. um, every denomination just about has allowed compromise. Yes. Yeah. We have compromised God's word. Yes. I mean, the things that, you know, hanging your rainbow flag up Mm -hmm. outside your church Mm -hmm. and saying that that's okay, and we have to be good people, Mm -hmm. and if you speak against what the Lord says is a sin, then you're an evil person. That's right. I mean, I think that's how we got here. I think it's responsible for the breakdown of our families, um, all of it. And I think it's why a lot of people aren't going to church right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of good people who know it's corrupt and wrong have stopped going to church after COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, it was prophesized, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we got to a point in the 60s where um, everybody became a victim. Mm. You know, before, between 1940 and 1960, the black community shrank its poverty rate from 80% to 30%. Right. Without any civil rights movement, without any marches. 
Uh, our families were intact. 80% of the children were born uh, were born to two-parent families. After it, 80% were born, born out of wedlock. Nobody went to prison hardly back then. It was strange to see a black man in, in, in jail back right. then. Mm-hmm. We were poor, but we weren't lazy, you know? Then all of a sudden, we started being told that we were victims, being told that we were oppressed. Now, see, this is an anti-Christian message because I'm an heir of Jesus Christ. I'm a child of God. Nobody can oppress me. I cannot be a right. victim if I'm an heir of Jesus Christ. So when a person says I'm a Christian, which 85% of black people say they are, and 75% of white folks say they are, then you have to ask the question, how can you be an heir of Jesus Christ and a right. child of God and be a victim or be oppressed? And a lot, well, and, and even align yourself with a party that goes against God's word exactly. at every turn. Well, you can't have two masters, can you? No. Mm-hmm. You have, you'll have to love one and hate the other. Right. And this is where we are now. It's time for choosing, as Ronald Reagan said. Right. And many people are choosing the other side. And that's why their houses and their lands are left until them desolate. It's no mistake that when you go down to uh, Chicago, when you go to Detroit, when you go to Baltimore, when you go to Memphis, Atlanta, everywhere these people rule is a death machine. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they've turned their backs on God. He's not going to follow behind you and beg you to follow him. Right. He'll take his hands off. And when he takes his hands off, Satan comes in and tears the place up. And I feel like that's where we are right now. That's where we are. Yeah. And what we have, I mean, we don't, and we don't have any of the so-called preachers to go down there and clean it up like they're supposed to, unafraid to right. tell the truth, to have a revival, well, to get the people straight, because they're involved be in Crime called, Inc. That's why. Or to be called, you know, ugly or hateful or, I mean, let's face it, the whole reason that Joe Biden is in office right now is because a whole body of people were so offended by a tweet. Yes. A mean tweet. Yes. Really? hmm I mean, come on. Yeah, people get tied up in this emotional thing. They get tied up in the free stuff. They get tied up in tradition, Stockholm syndrome, drawing yeah. cognitive dissonance. But it's a difficult thing to do in the black community when you have everybody from the teachers to the preachers to the NAACP to all these people telling you a lie that these people are good people and that they're fighting for you and that the the, the conservatives are these evil people that really want to hurt you. And See, hold you back. Jesus' last prayer before he went to the cross was for us to be unified. He -hmm. knew that the devil was going to come in and separate his people. Black and white Christians believe in the same thing. In my documentary, Will You Go to Hell for Me, something interesting happened here. It was played here in Lynchburg to a sold-out audience. 90% of the audience was was, was white people. A standing ovation. Then it was was shown a week later in Memphis, Tennessee, to World Overcomers Church, a 12,500-member black church. Same show. Yeah. Standing ovation. Why? I told the truth. Truth, yeah. I said that we Christians believe 99% of everything, and these liberals come in and they divide us based on things that are just stupid and ignorant. Mm -hmm. And while we're fighting one another, like when you watch Star Wars, Luke and Darth Vader fighting each other, the Sith in the middle watching and laughing, because as long as Luke and Darth fought, he had control. As long as we fight one another, they have control. And while we're fighting one another, they got these drag queens in the school. They got nine-month abortion. They, they, they have all this murder in the street. They have, they're electing all these liberals that are just exploding the deficits in this country, about $7 trillion now mm-hmm. that they're spending, throwing money away to Green New Deal, war in Ukraine, you name mm-hmm. it. Foolishness. Got some questions. And we're fighting. We got some questions we want to get to, Vince, sure. from our listeners. Love to. Thank J- you. Janet. Um, it says, uh, hey, Vince, what Republican do you, would, do you think would be the best nominee to beat Biden? 
to beat Biden. Oh my God, that is a very good question. Right now, when you look at the polls, there ain't nobody but Trump. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's giving him a chance to come knock him out, and everybody is just throwing uh, you know, cotton balls at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trump's the champ. Breaking a knife. You got to be Muhammad point. Ali taking on Sonny Liston. Right. And when right. and if he, and, and if I was going against Trump, when he showed up at that Iowa fair, and mm-hmm. they said Trump's here, I said, where you at? Mm-hmm. And we would have had a debate on TV right then, right there. Right. Instead, everybody's playing with him, don't want to offend him, and mm-hmm. he's making fools out of all of them. If you're going to be the man, you got to beat the man. Right. And if you don't beat him, you don't deserve it. Right. Donald Trump's a champ. Mm-hmm. You better go in with cinder blocks and yeah. take him out. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to do that, <laughs> set back and support him. Yeah. Right. End of story. Right. We right. had a young man, just real quick, who has been on our show lived a strong young man lived in baltimore during the break one day he said i said come on man what what can happen good in baltimore he put his head down black african-american young man went up there to make a difference yeah got so discouraged he just left he says i don't think it can be fixed it's a third world country yeah and everywhere you go and that's what's coming everywhere everywhere look John F. Kennedy stood in front of the, the Berlin Wall in the 1960s mm-hmm. and said, the people that think that communism is great, let them come to Berlin. Mm-hmm. Well, anybody that think the Democratic Party is great, let them come to Detroit. Right. Yeah. Let them come to Chicago. Yeah. Let them come Portland, to L.A. San let Francisco. them come to Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let them come to L.A. Let them go to Portland, Seattle, where they're closing stores because people are robbing and killing. And they right. can keep stores open now. Mm-hmm. Let them go to Washington, D.C., where the last grocery store in Ward 8 is going to be closed because people are stealing too much. Yeah. It's a dystopia, man. Yeah. Everywhere they live, everybody's trying to get out. Yeah. Nobody's moving in. Mm-hmm. And then they want to walk Except around the and strut and act like they're doing a good job as they reelect us. Right, right. Right, right. Mm. The, the name of the book is Crime, Inc. How Democrats Employ Mafia and Gangster Tactics to Gain and Hold Power if you believe in the message that, um, that Vince shares and you do i can tell by the overwhelming amount of text that we're getting this morning you need to go to amazon and support the man uh you've got a new book coming out uh what are you writing now got about 20 seconds i'm writing a book called the end of tolerance y'all look things are going to be great we believe in god we've already won the enemy is already defeated do not despair Mm. right Uh, we are in the shadow lands but as always sunshine over the hill so smile be happy it's a beautiful day amen thank you in the blue ridge mountain we appreciate you more than you know Thank you. I love all y'all. We'll Pray for back. Vince because he is yeah. fighting the battle. Let me tell you, the, the fiery darts of the wicked one want to come and get that man. So yeah. pray for Vince as he continues to write. God bless you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Janet. Love you. Mm, love you back. Currently, 57 degrees in Lynchburg, 58 in Bedford, 57 in Roanoke and Salem, 56 in Danville, 57 in Amherst and in Appomattox. Every time I interview Vince Ellison, I feel like I could go and run a a race afterwards. Well, I didn't need that creme brulee. I can tell you that. I I just knowing that Vince was coming at 7. Yeah, you shouldn't have had it. Yeah. Park that for Wednesday morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you could go and win that race. That's right. That's what you could do. She's Louise. Oh, man. Uh, kind of an update, sort of, on a story that we started yesterday. Mm-hmm. Martinsville police are continuing the investigation on a car crash turned homicide that happened over the weekend. Uh, we told you yesterday about the reports of, of a shots fired on Fayette Street shortly before midnight. When officers arrived, three people at the scene directed them to a pickup truck that went over the guardrail and into an embankment. There they found 47-year-old Anton 
Preston dead inside. Officials say the vehicle was overturned and riddled with bullet holes. Mm. Martinsville Police Chief Robert Fincher says any information anyone may have about the incident is uh, necessary to move the investigation investigation further. Mm-hmm. They're trying to to piece things together. Uh, they said that right now they're waiting to hear back from the medical examiner to even determine whether the trauma was from the crash or from the gunshots. Right. Um, and they say this was very much a targeted uh, act and not a random one. Okay. All right. Well, late night show uh, writers have returned. The strike is over, and uh, late night, all the all the regulars, you know, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Jimmy Fallon, all those other guys, the guy on Comedy Central whose name I can't even remember. I think it's Noah something or another. Yeah, it's uh, not worth mentioning. Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> it's not the, that great. the strike is over, everybody's back to work, and yeah. we all went to bed early. That's my news story because we don't care. <laughs> And, of course, Jan and I have to go to bed early anyways because we get up so early. But I, I, I just don't see these people being relevant like they, they once were. So they think they are. But anyway, I digress. Mm. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, was that really your story? Is that they're back? Yeah, that they're back. Yeah. Okay. And, and, the, and the $1.2 billion you know, jackpot didn't get, you know. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I did, win. I did I'm, see I'm, that. It's time for my wife and I to play. We always start playing when it gets to a billion. Because our chances get a lot worse at that point. Because <laughs> so many other people are playing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot, of, a lot of people playing. Uh, Lynchburg police are continuing to investigate the shots fired at Meadows' apartment. Uh, still, no suspect found there. Uh, it happened about ten o'clock on Saturday night, and uh, a resident reported hearing a gunshot coming from the apartment's breezeway. And they were not able to find the suspect. Apparently, they they went through the entire development there. Uh, LPD is asking anyone in the area with doorbell or security camera who may have captured this incident to share that footage with law enforcement. This is the same, according to our listeners, this was the same apartment complex that the EC Glass football players. Oh, really? That incident happened. Okay, not good. And I don't know that we've had an incident since then. Mm -hmm. This may be the first one uh, since that time, but... Uh, you know, very stressful, certainly for the people who live in that area. So, well, my last story is a little fuzzy and warm. Oh, okay. Because it involves, you know, dogs, cats, and those nice. kinds of things. Of course, we talk about angels of a sissy uh, in Roanoke, and they do such great work in, in the uh, in the area. They've got all kinds of little situations for adoptions coming up very, very soon. As a matter of fact, it says up to fifteen. We're going to name a few of them. Uh, It's going to be uh, today. That's Tuesday because it's Groovy Tuesday. The Fleet Feet Adoption Event. It goes from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Big Lick Brewing. Friday, October 6th is going to go from 11 a.m. to 11.30 at the Riverside Carillion Clinic. And Saturday, this coming Saturday, it's going to be at Mast general store from 11 a.m to 2 p.m your chance to adopt those uh those furry friends a quick story janet because this uh, you can relate to this one ironically this dog's name is molly too oh uh, my my uh my cousin who's uh, had it had it rough here lately and just going through a lot of stuff and her dog um you know emma is i don't know like 15 or 16 years old it is a bulldog. These dogs typically don't last this long, and this dog's been hanging on. And she thought she while. was going to put it down on Friday. Okay. And all of a sudden, 
Emma's got gets this burst of energy, can Which go up the stairs right before the, the end. Yeah, yeah, right before the end. And I didn't want to share that part with her, right? Because she thought she was going to put She's her down, better. so she waited. Yeah. And over the weekend, she has this encounter with a friend who's adopted this bulldog that's 16 months old. Ah. And the dog's name is Molly. Molly's not getting along with other, this lady's other dog. Maybe it's Mary a Jane. Molly thing. I think it could be. Uh, although my, my brother's dog was named Molly and was just a wonderful dog. But anyway, um, she calls uh, my cousin and says, look, I've I've got to I've got to give up Molly. She's not getting along with my and, o- and that's, dog. that's what's happening with us. Yeah. Molly and, is challenging Rogan. Rogan. And we've got to find her a home. Yeah that she's the only dog because she's a great dog yeah she's a loving dog mm-hmm. she's great with people she's right. great with children but there's there's just something, something. yeah that she is she and Rogan, better alone maybe just she, as a i think she dog. would be better just as a just as a solo dog and would make a, a great companion because you know she's completely trained in mm-hmm. every way mm-hmm. yeah she's trained to a doggy door she's house trained right she's trained to a wireless fence mm-hmm. uh, you know she's she's highly trained and it, it kills me but i've got to try to find a good home yeah. for her so that's that's the bat call yeah. there. Yeah, if anybody knows this, uh, someone that would be a good home, mm-hmm. that you know the person, you know it would be a good home. Uh, we do need to find a home for her because I'm I'm afraid my little dogs are four and five pounds. Mm-hmm. If they got in the middle of that, yeah, it would that kill would, them. Oh sure, yeah. absolutely. Well, Emma, leading up to Friday again, well, you know she thought she was going to be putting her down because she has been suffering. Yeah, she says she hardly opened her eyes the last two weeks. Well, come Saturday, here here my cousin's going to pick up this meeting this lady from Alexandria, Virginia, to Hagerstown, Maryland, brings the dog home. All of a sudden, Emma's feeling better. Now Emma's eyes are wide open at all times. Going, oh, because there's, oh another, there's a puppy in there's town. There's an invader. There's a new pup in town. And I need to stick around and make sure you're okay, Mom. And then I think Emma will let go. I, I yeah, really do. Yeah, she probably will. But uh, anyways, That's it's just... That's such a, a difficult thing to go through. And yeah. we've all been through it, most sure. of us who have pets, mm-hmm. you know, having to do that. We had here, little Abby here at the office. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She was at like 18 Such or something. Such a sweet dog. She was a sweet dog, but my goodness, she lives so much longer yeah. than they usually do. Mm-hmm. But it's still hard. doesn't matter how old they are. Sure. It's, it's a difficult thing. So, uh, hey, we wanted to mention this. The uh, 35th Annual Virginia Wine Month is in October. What? Yeah. Virginia, uh, October is Wine Month. Hopefully she's not listening. The uh, nation's longest-running consecutive Wine Month draws millions of visitors to the Mm. region and contributes significantly $1.73 billion in economic impact, providing over 10,400 jobs in Virginia. I will confess, I think a lot of Virginia wine is absolutely terrible. Mm. Uh, There's some good Virginia wine out there, but a lot of it is just super sweet. Yeah. I grew out of the sweet hurt. stuff. Yeah, I grew out of the sweet stuff. Yeah. I like a good red wine now. As one matures, yes. one does. You can go dry. I've been dry before. <laughs> um, and yeah. I like I like a dry white, but I can I, I can eat or uh, I can eat. I can drink a red mm-hmm. every now and then. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I really like I like a dry. Yeah. White. So wine. what what what's going to be the wine of choice with today's five and diner? Does that even I would, work? I would recommend a red for today's offering okay okay we'll we'll see if we can get one bottled up for you (laughs) it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam 
Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Today is a delicious one skillet dish. It's garlic butter steak bites with some uh, some skillet potatoes. Okay. Uh, you're going to heat a large skillet over medium heat, and you're going to put in some butter with a little bit of olive oil. And once the butter is melted, add your, I like red potatoes for this. Um, Yukon Golds also work nice. You want something with a thin skin because you're going to leave the, the skin on there. Okay. Uh, and you're going to add in the potatoes, the garlic, your chopped herbs, which is going to be parsley, thyme, and rosemary, and some red pepper flakes. You're going to cook that for about five or six minutes until they're tender but still firm. Season them with salt and pepper and then remove the potatoes and put those on a plate. Discard any pieces of any burnt garlic uh, and then turn the heat up. Once the skillet starts to smoke a little bit, you're going to pour in some olive oil and a second tablespoon of butter. Then you're going to add those steak bites so you can get a beautiful sear. Uh, You're going to let them sear for about a minute without moving them around because you want a nice browning on them. And keep them cooking until they're browned on all sides and reach your preferred level of doneness. And then salt and pepper them. Return the potatoes to the skillet and cook until everything's heated through and you can serve it up. You don't need to serve another darn thing with it Mm. if you don't want to. Okay. Uh, It's a delicious one skillet meal. Perfect for the middle of the week. Garlic butter steak bites. Pick up the steak at F&L Market where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. And now I wonder if I could fall into the sky. Do you think time would pass me by? Because you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight. I'd walk 10,000 steps, maybe. I don't know. If I I've been getting mine in. I know. You've been opening the doors during the break, walking around. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Did you get yours in yesterday? I, you know what? I didn't. I can't go back hmm. to see what I did yesterday. I, I don't think I was I, a, So I was a little late getting my steps in yesterday because mm-hmm. uh, my son had his tonsils taken out last week and right. he wanted a mom visit and he wanted to watch a movie. So I went over mm-hmm. after work and we, we watched, uh, I wasted two hours of my life <laughs> gotcha. on uh, a movie <laughs> with a horrible ending. Oh, no, no country for old men. But oh, I mean, it yeah, had some yeah. big players in it. Had Tommy Lee Jones. Joe Biden. Josh Brolin. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Josh Brolin. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, yeah, really big, Heavy hitters, yeah. yeah. And and I thought, okay, this is going to be good. And it had the dumbest ending of anything I've ever seen. I was so angry <laughs> with him. I'm like, you you lose your movie picking privileges. Oh, boy. You don't get to pick movies anymore. Because yeah. he knew how it ended, and he knew I wasn't going to like ah. it. Um, here, I, I, like, I do like me a happy ending. Yeah, well. I do. Or at least some resolution. Yes, yes. Yeah. Even if it's not a happy ending, give me some resolution. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I had that mm-hmm. with with the movie. Right. Uh, Cuz I was like, "Hey, this this was an Academy Award winner." Lots of times I'm like, "What are y'all doing?" Right. And sure enough, by the end of the movie, I was like, "What are y'all doing?" Um, here's a story that did have a happy ending. Okay. You ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready. It didn't start out well, though. Okay. A uh, 46-year-old New York man 
accused of kidnapping a nine-year-old girl off a bicycle trail at a state park near Lake George was arraigned on first-degree kidnapping charges around 3 a.m. this morning. Okay. That's according to jail records. Right. The uh, governor said that during the late-night news briefing that the suspect had been identified after allegedly leaving his fingerprints on a ransom note Oh, really? That state police witnessed him stuffing into Charlotte Senna's mailbox around 4.20 a.m. on Monday. Hmm. Jail records show he was booked into the Saratoga County Jail in New York around 3.40 a.m. Mugshot not available yet. He was arraigned in the uh, early mornings in an emergency hearing. Okay. Here's the thing. State and federal tactical teams on Monday stormed a camper behind his mother's double-wide trailer. Within the camper, they found the little girl. Oh, Lord. She, um, after some resistance, the suspect Mm. was taken into custody, and immediately the little girl was found in a cabinet. In a cabinet. Wow. And she was rescued. You know, it doesn't always end this way. No. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. She was taken to a local hospital, reunited with her family. Uh, he's still being questioned. The uh, court documents not immediately available. A 1999 drunken driving charge allowed for police to find Ross's fingerprints in a law enforcement database. Oh, wow. They huh. uh, found them on a ransom note. Uh, st- after state police standing guard near the family home witnessed him dropping an item in the mailbox. Now, I wonder if that was, was that a ransom note? Mm. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, pays to be a little observant these days. He, Something doesn't look right, just kind of, you know. He had also been charged with a misdemeanor, obstruction of breathing. What? What? In 2017. Man, I, I think, had a head cold last week. Does that qualify? I think that's called strangling. I don't know what that is about. Obstruction of breathing. I have Obstruction not heard that. Breathing. I'm sorry. I'm just, I mean, if you've been that, I'm sorry. I, I, I've i never heard that I, before. Well, that term. It, it, he had to have been trying to smother somebody. Right, right. Right, right. yeah. But I, I've never heard I've that never either. Heard, I never heard the term, but uh-uh. interesting. Huh. No. Uh, they say, of course, the family is elated oh, that sure, she's yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I pray that nothing happened to the little girl. I mean, she's going to be traumatized either way. Sure. I'm telling you, you can't, I mean, I remember going camping as a kid and we ran those bike trails and we, you know, we would. Had no fear. No fear. Right. No. Other than bears. Yeah. I was going to say a bear. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I will say that, you know, we were always encouraged to travel in pairs. Never. Yeah. That's that's by yourself. Sure. If possible. Uh, Liz says they need to put him under the prison. I agree. Yeah. You know this isn't the first time. He's been skirting around law mm-hmm. law enforcement, but who knows what he's gotten by with. Sure. Yeah. I I, I am glad it had a happy ending, though, because mm. I didn't get that with my movie yesterday. Well, so, we'll see. I mean, I'm okay with a, a questionable ending if it's intriguing and, you know, I saw, we saw a movie called Red, Red Notice. Mm-hmm. I think you'd actually like it. It was funny. Had Ryan, Ryan, something or another. The guy that owns the phone company, he does his own commercials. Mint, you know, I'm talking about Ryan something or another. Um, young actor is probably in his thirties. Gosling. 
No, uh, no. no. Um, the guy that was in the movie about the had Sandra Bullock and he took her up and she was his like girlfriend, but she wasn't. Um, I don't know. Oh dang, it's gonna. Bother I know me the now. movie. Yeah, Red Red Notice is good, and they they left it sort of hanging there for a sequel to happen, which I would I would see. We watched, we downloaded some movies to watch, and we just had some random stuff on Netflix that we put on our little you know. You're tablet. talking about the proposal. No, yeah, that yeah, it's that guy. Whatever his name is, Ryan something or another. Reynolds. Reynolds, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, and um, and The Rock is in it. I think you like The Rock, right? Don't you like The Rock? I do. What yeah. What is it? It's called Red Notice. Oh, I'd, I've never heard of well, it. Well, hello, I'd, I'd probably watch that. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. And um, the the lady in there um, can't remember her name. She's a foreign actress, but just, oh, it, look, a lot of, a lot of our listeners do his name, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds, all female. It looks like uh, <laughs> shocker. Well, no, there's one guy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, Red. Just make sure that's the title. I believe it's called Red Notice. And it, it was actually a good movie. And let me tell you, it kept you to the end. Okay. And, 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 and the twists. And was there a resolution at the end? Yes, there was. Okay. There was there was a resolution. Not the one we all thought. I say we. Me and my wife thought. Uh, but it was a fun movie to watch. It's we, a, a hilarious but a good movie. Yes. Okay. And that was when we were flying out over the Gulf, burning fuel, hoping to get to Orlando and we ended up landing in Tampa because of the weather. And number 2 is coming out according to Jamie. Okay. Yeah, I I definitely would that. see it. I I may actually want to see that one at the uh well, at the, the five, theater. at the $5 theater, which is the old dollar theater before Joe Biden. Right. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, but inflation's not that that much. No, it's you know? not. No. I mean, let's see if it went up to $2, it would be 100%, but you know, hey. Right. The $5 theater. Whatever. We're good. I, hey, if you missed our interview with Vince Ellison. Yeah, it's going to um, be up on the SoundCloud. We will have it up on the SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. If you go to our Facebook page, you'll see a direct link um, to his book on Amazon. It's called Crime, Inc. How Democrats Employ Mafia and Gangster Tactics to Gain uh, and Hold Power. Uh, he is just a dynamic speaker. You know, uh, He's so good. Here's the thing about you know Vince. When he is not, you know breathing and talking to people he is yeah that's that's him he is typing away his little yeah. heart he's you know? already on his next book <laughs> already on it on on the next book already and, and you know i i think of course we you know we're believers mm-hmm. and vince is a believer mm-hmm. and i i believe he's got more than just his own his talents are amazing and right. god-given but i i do think that that he is almost anointed in mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm uh, yeah. where he's given these words and this message to go out and yeah, speak. And, and, you know, some would say kind of like a John the Baptist prophet kind of thing, you know, given that not even mincing his words, man. And you know what? If you're offended too bad, you need to be offended. Right. You That's know, because the we, we've gotten to the point where we're so complacent. We're, we're, so, we're so strong and obnoxious in the wrong ways, and mm-hmm. we're so weak and inefficient in the right ways. Right. I mean, that just seems to be the way things are. Yeah. Coming up in our next I hour. I should have asked him if he's eating locusts out in the desert like John did. <laughs> you could. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Coming up in the next hour, uh, there is a, a new COVID vaccine. Yeah. Uh, now, we talked to Dr. Harb about this. Dr. Harb uh, said, you know, you really don't need that, in his opinion, mm-hmm. that vaccine mm-hmm. uh, unless you're, you know, very, very old or right. very much at Fall risk. Fall under certain categories. Well, the Florida Surgeon General 
is saying he has some major safety concerns. He does not recommend the vaccine to, quote, any living being on this planet. Wow. Yeah. So we'll talk about uh, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, okay. Florida's Surgeon General, right. and what he has to say about this uh, this new vaccine. Uh, he's saying, you know, the time of of these unvetted vaccines are over. over. Right, that was right. that was an emer- emergency thing. Yes, we don't have that now. Yep. So we can take our time with it. That's and, right. And, and so make slow sure. your roll, Pfizer. And <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they're what is that? One hundred and sixty-eight dollars per the shot now, or something? I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty crazy. Anyway, we'll talk about that next hour. Uh, Coming up here on the Morning Jam. Thanks for joining us. It's our Groovy Tuesday edition.